Friends Rising Women, hey queens, hey people, it's Thursday, I'm here with another room, but this morning I'm changing the tone a little bit, I'm actually just checking in, I'm finding out what's good, what's going on in people's lives, how we're feeling, how um, this week has been, and you know, just what's good, what's happening, because sometimes we are just eating in information, eating and eating and eating in, and we're just not checking in with how we feel and what's going good in our lives or what's not working in our lives. And in my room yesterday, I was speaking about direction over speed. And one of the points that I gave was, it's very important that you stop, you check in and you rejig things. And for me, I do big rejigs like every quarter. And so that we've hit our six month or in the six month, I do a big refocus. Like, what do I need to do? Um, what's working, what's not working, where do I want to go? So I just check that I'm headed in the right direction and I make decisions to keep me in alignment. So that's a thing that I do. So what do y'all do? How are y'all feeling? Grand Rising, Miss Dixie, how are you? What's good? Hey, Faniel. <laughs> Yes, I'm going to do another workout. I feel fired up. That's what I love. I feel tired. And then exercise gives me life, like legit gives me more energy. To anybody that's not exercising in the morning, what are you doing? Exercise first thing in the morning, sleep in your sweats if you have to, roll out of bed and get some exercise in. It seriously starts to shift your day. It absolutely starts to add, you have more energy. Somehow you actually have more energy. I sometimes like to do a workout before I go to bed as well, but I tend to do my toner workout before I go to bed. I tend to do the workout where I'm like, yay, this feels good. I can feel the burn. I can feel the pain. But in the morning, a nice cardio doesn't even need to be heavy, 15 to 20 minutes, and you're good to go for your day. You feel incredible. Anybody else in the audience want to come up to the stage, tell me what's going on, what's good in their lives? Um, if not, I'm going to share something with y'all. What am I going to share this morning? So I've also been thinking about just ways in which we can continue to stay in, a, in alignment, stay on our path, stay, um, you know, just feeling good, like one thing is we're not always going to wake up and feel good. So I'm always like, how can I help myself to feel good? How can I help myself to run the path? How can I help myself to stay in alignment of feeling great? And one thing that I like to do is I will listen to positive audios in the morning, like as I'm walking around, as I'm going through my day, just things that can inspire me, things that can feed my soul and eat my, eat my mind, you know? Yes, that my mind can eat, absolutely that it can eat my mind. Um, and my house is laced with affirmations everywhere, 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 everywhere. You are capable of great things, one says in front of me. And every so often when I do my rejig, I write new affirmations. And about four months into the year, last year, I wrote on my mirror, this is my most successful year ever. And I kid you not, it was my most successful year ever. And it was most successful because I was unapologetically me. It didn't matter that it was a pandemic. It didn't matter that it apparently seemed like things were falling apart and life was shifting and changing. I was here for all of it. And the reason that I was able to do that is because I was so focused on me my standards and what I wanted to bring into the world. And so nothing outside of me was affecting me. Nothing outside of me was influencing me. As a matter of fact, I was hardly aware of half of the things that was going on. And leading up to that, I had already been putting things in motion. I had already been putting things in place. I was already prepared. And so when, when COVID hit, 
and the pandemic hit, it was go time for me. And it was go time because I was so focused on being in my lane. And that meant every single day that I woke up, I was like asking myself a question, how can I be my best today? Some days that was literally spending more time with my children. Other days that was sitting down, writing a business plan. Other days that was actually remembering to get out of my four walls and take a walk. Other days it was like, girl, you need to come away from the snack cupboard and drink more water and mind your business. You need to log off of social media, drink water and mind your business. And every day looks different, but my question was the same. How can I be my best today? Just one simple question that I was willing to wake up every day and ask myself. And as a result of that, then take action. I was doing my 5 a.m. this morning and we started to tap into study and think and grow rich. And one thing that I've realized in all of my years of coaching or sharing or teaching or um, encouraging and inspiring is I feel that sometimes we have this idea that because we believe in God or we believe in the creator or we believe in alignment and everything working out for us, or maybe we just don't have that belief at all. But somewhere, somehow, I don't know if we think something's going to drop out of the sky. I don't know if because we think we're so faithful that something is just going to come. I recognize that people don't take action. People can talk a good talk. People can say the right things. People can read the right things. People can listen to the right things, but it doesn't mean that people are gonna take action. It doesn't mean that people are willing to hold themselves accountable. It doesn't mean that people are gonna take ownership and responsibility. And so when I ask myself, how can I be my best self? Not only am I willing to answer the question, but I'm willing to take action. Because I see my relationship with the creator as an investment. He's already invested so much in me. So I'm like, how can I use that? What can I do with that? But I'm very, very clear that there's action that needs to be done. And we can even recite. Notice that I said recite. Because we can recite and we can affirm things. Faith without action is dead. This is going to be my greatest year yet. And I could have just left that on my mirror. But I wrote it on my mirror and it led me to take action. And it didn't just encourage me to take action when I felt good. It didn't encourage me to take action when everything was ready and in place. It didn't encourage me to take action when people were clapping, celebrating or supporting me. It meant that I was willing to take action regardless to whether things were working or not, to whether things were celebrating me, um, if things were going well, if I had support, if I was making money, if there was numbers, none of those things mattered. What mattered was, not only was I willing to answer the question, but I was willing to take action. And then when I sat down ready to do my vision party at the end of, December in 2020 and I had created a manifestation box in December 2019 and in my manifestation box I put in all of the things that I wanted to um, create and all of the things that I wanted to experience and all of the things that I wanted to tap into and I opened up my box in December and I just sat there and the only thing that I had to say was thank you thank you and there was something amazing about what I noticed. And I'd done an interview on this earlier in the year. And I feel that even from speaking today earlier, even from everything I'm learning, observing, putting into practice, there's a major part in the middle that people skip and it's letting go. We wanna control everything. And it's the controlling that stops stuff from happening. And it sounds crazy because you're like, well, Tanya, you just said take action. And I'm like, yes, 
take action out of faith, right? Take action out of moving towards what you want. Take action out of answering your question. But what we can't do is want to control the outcome. Because when we sometimes are so focused on controlling the outcome, we're not doing anything but beating ourselves up, but stopping, but not doing what should be done. Whereas when we answer the question, I say, all right, cool, this is going to be my most successful year ever. To be honest, I didn't really even think about the end of what that looked like. I didn't I didn't sit down and work out the figures. I didn't sit down and think this is what I want it to look like. I didn't do that. I just made a strong statement. This is going to be my most successful year ever. And you know what? I let the year surprise me. I let the year do what it needed to do. But there was no doubt in my mind that it wasn't going to be my best year ever. But I followed through on waking up every day. And guess what, guys? Rechanging my mirror of success. And in the midst of a world stopping, if you like, in the midst of things being unpredictable, success looks different. Success looked like me waking up every day and just feeling good. That was successful to me. Me waking up every day and being in control of like what I could manage, right? And when I say in control of what I could manage, I'm talking about the way that I was thinking. I'm talking about the way that I was feeling on purpose. Because some days we wake up and we've got a busy day ahead of us. This will happen to me this morning. I know that today I am jam packed all day. And I already knew that I'm working like literally from 5am until about nine o'clock tonight. And so a part of my brain was like, you're going to be tired. You're going to be tired. You're going to be tired. And so I woke up with, damn, I feel tired. So then I was trying to figure out where I could skip things in the day to make it easier for myself. And then I caught myself and I was like, bro, it's just because you told yourself that you're going to be tired, but you've got this. What? Get up, get to work. And then I got up and I've been putting in the work. And actually, so after doing exercise and finishing at seven o'clock, I was like, yo, I can do a whole nother exercise before I jump in this room at 7.30. Because now I made a small decision. It made a small shift. But guess what? It's given me so much more energy. And so now I'm like, I'm going to be lit at 10 o'clock tonight. I'm still going to be lit. Because I had to quickly change what I was thinking. Quick because I actually clocked what I was about to program myself to believe. And so I'm saying, when you wake up and you choose, like, how can I be my best self today? Whatever you choose today might not be what you choose tomorrow. But if it's in alignment with your top end desire, which for me last year was, this is my most successful year ever, you know what? You're not even worried about the how. You legit are not even worried about what it's going to look like at the end. Because actually, there maybe is no end. And I'll tell you what I did, which I probably shouldn't have done. At the end of last year, because it was on my mirror and it was there all year, and I'd been cleaning around it all year, I was like, okay, cool. I've smashed this. Let me rub it off. <laughs> and I rubbed it off my mirror. And I released and let go of that affirmation. Great, I'd achieved what I wanted to achieve. I felt good. I felt like there was momentum. So I was like, yeah, I've got this in the bag. And then I noticed slowly and slowly and slowly throughout this year, doubt is creeping in, doubt is creeping in, doubt is creeping in. So when I stopped and I'm like, yo, we're six months into the year, we've got a re-anchor. I went back and I was like, what was working? And I was like, those affirmations on my mirror, waking up every single day, asking myself how I could be my best. And so I put it back in place. A different affirmation, because I'm in a different year, but my point is the same process, the same practice, because it worked. And essentially, as soon as I've put that back into place, guess what? I'm feeling great again. I'm feeling confident again. I'm feeling encouraged again. I'm feeling empowered again. I'm feeling like I'm going to smash some shit again. 
because now the focus isn't on oh my god what is happening in this week oh my god time is flying oh my god i'm gonna have a 15 year old oh have i done enough am i good enough am i uh all of this stuff was coming it was coming quick and so now i'm back because today is the only time that i have right now is the only point that matters so tanya how are you going to be your best self today and then it brings me back to one of my favorite sayings of all time from my grandmother one day at a time just one day at a time one moment at a time one thought at a time one move at a time and the minute that you can just keep doing one thing that makes you feel good and another thing that makes you feel good. When you look back, you've created something incredible. And the big woo-ha scary thing at the end, you've already conquered it. So anybody in the audience want to share what they're doing that's working for them daily, what they're doing right now at six months in the middle of the year? Are you feeling encouraged? Are you feeling like, yo, this has been my best year ever? Are you feeling like I've learned some new practices, some new principles, and I'm applying them? They're difficult. I'm struggling or I'm applying them and they're great and they're working. Are you sifting and sorting or are you just managing to stay the same? Oh, Miss Daniela. Hey, Queen. Morning. How hey, I'm so new to um, I'm so new to speaking on Clubhouse, so I don't even know if I'm actually speaking right now. You are. We could hear you. You're speaking. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, grand rising, everybody. I hope you're all having an amazing morning. Um. I think from what you're saying, this is all very relevant to what I'm going through at the moment. Um, it's definitely not been sort of like an insane, incredible year or anything, but it's been a year of learning, um, learning a lot about myself. Love that. Um, and sort of implementing a lot of things in order to understand how I work and what works for me. Um, and I think in what you've said this morning, it's... Um, and what you've literally just said now is sort of being kind to myself and understanding, like, I require a lot of patience. Yes. Um, just patience within myself and just patience within what's happening around me. Um, and just taking the time to actually understand how I work as a person. Um, yes. And just being kind to myself. And I think... A lot of us want to see results and we want to see you know, everything that we're doing and putting into ourselves and want to see the end result so quickly. But I think what I'm learning right now is the baby steps actually make a massive difference as well. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think, you know, for me, moving my body is very, very important to me. Um, and I've realized that, you know, two months of not doing any of that not only has a physical effect on my body, but has a massive mental effect on me as well. So at the moment, I'm moving quite a lot. And I've realized how it actually affects me in so many different ways and makes me feel good mentally, physically, you know, in all aspects of my life. So that's definitely something that has been benefiting me and helping me. Um, and actually taking time out for myself. Love that. Um, like, life is so busy and we, I think something that you constantly say is we're so good at keeping ourselves busy and doing so much, but are we actually doing anything? Yes. Like, we're, we're so busy being busy, but, you know, do we actually benefit from that busyness? And I think taking time out to actually sit down with myself and like speak to myself and look at myself and and sometimes actually not doing anything at all and you know the, I, the importance behind that i think we all forget that but um yeah i think that's what what's been benefiting me and helping me and also understanding that you know i don't really it, it's not always about What's, how can I say this? It's not always about 
the results yes. is sometimes about just sitting and actually listening and seeing what's happening around you that sometimes you don't always have to be moving sometimes it's just about accepting what's going on major I love that point that's so amazing sometimes it's just about accepting what is going on as much as the movement is put is important um I love that because one thing I'm a major advocate everybody knows this I'm a major advocate for self-love and self-care and people doing them period whatever that looks like I'm like do you boo like seriously because really that's the best job that we could ever have is being ourselves um sometimes we just don't put enough time into that we don't even understand that we don't even know what that looks like who that is like what is this whole thing called me and i'm like you're a whole mood but you gotta figure out who you are you gotta figure out your vibe and we could spend the rest of our lives um falling in love with ourselves you know just accepting who we are, where we are. And I think that puts you in a powerful position to change. I was going through my notes, I'm forever writing notes every single day. And one note I came across in my notebook is it said, if you really weren't comfortable, you would find discipline. Actually, discipline will find you. You will do something different. You will do something different and discipline equals freedom. And the reason why I love that is because sometimes we can complain so much about our circumstances. We can complain so much about our situation. We can complain about everything. And in us complaining, we, everything is remaining. I always say that when you stop um, blaming, things start changing. And sometimes we're just busy blaming our circumstances or blaming, oh, it's a pandemic, I can't really do anything. Oh, I got told no a million times or, oh, I don't have this or I don't have money or I don't have time. I was talking to my dad yesterday about something and he was just like, well, by the time I get in from work, I don't have time to do this thing that he wants to create. And I was like, dad, yes, you do. You absolutely do. But the question is, can you make time? We've all got time. We've all got time. The question is, how are we spending our time? And so when I read back my notes and it said, if you really weren't comfortable, you would find discipline. Actually, discipline will find you. One thing that I find is crazy about us as human beings is we could be in the worst circumstances, the most toxic relationship, the most horrible job that we hate, we genuinely hate it. And we can find it in us to wake up and go there every day. We can find it in us to stay. We can find it in us to, to just be there uncomfortably, not great, but it's still not enough. You see, when you're done, when you're fully done, and sadly, a lot of us can take so much before we reach that point. When I say so much, I mean so much. And we can make up the most amount of excuses. Oh, we did this for the kids. Oh, I did that for the money. Oh, because I've got bills to pay. Oh, because the, whatever the bloody excuses are, we can live in them. And discipline still won't find us. And we still won't incorporate discipline and new habits into our life. And we'll accept it. But you see, when you can accept things enough to be like, what? This is what it is. But this is what I'm feeling and make it be. That is where the game changer is. And one more thing I wanted to add on when you was talking about patience. And it's funny because we were talking about this in this morning in terms of think and grow rich. Patience comes with faith. You know, when we're pregnant with a physical baby, we know it's gonna take nine to 10 months for that baby to come out. Unless obviously they're born early, but generally we know that's the timeline we're working with. And yes, you get to about five months, bro. And you're like, come out, like I'm done. Especially if you got to carry through summer, uh-uh. The seven, eight months where it's heavy, you are done. But guess what? we still know that it takes nine to 10 months for that baby to be fully formed. And we wait patiently. And if you're like me, 
I never actually wanted the baby to come early. I was cool. I looked very, very heavy, but I was super cool. I don't really think I was ready to be a parent, right? But then when the baby came, I was so excited for like a week. <laughs> and after that, I was like, this is boring. This is really boring. This is just boring. And it was boring for about three or four months until they started to do something like smile and all of this. I had very good babies. So they just slept and ate, slept, ate shit, slept, ate shit. So it was boring. And in the year of me having my first son, I remember feeling like I've changed and I've got new responsibilities. But oh my God, I've got to do something about it. And I, I've, I've always been pretty responsible and very independent, but that really put me in a lane to be like, okay, nobody's doing the thing that you need to do for you. You've got to do it. So I started to do it. And from then I've just been making those risky, bold, courageous decisions that make me very uncomfortable. They make me uncomfortable, but guess what? I know that I'm in the driver's seat. So when you then start to make those changes and you have faith in the end result, you don't fully know the full picture. You don't know the how, you don't exactly know how you're gonna get there. So you just learn patience because if they're gonna come, they're gonna come at the exact time that they're supposed to come. And the more that you trust it and the more that you just let it go and the more that you just allow, I'm telling y'all, it feels so much better when they arrive. The process is so much more enjoyable. You're just in a space where you're just like, yes, this is amazing and I've got this. And I just wanna encourage you all to allow yourselves to be in that space the space of not knowing, the space of not having figured everything out, the space of being like, I'm going to do what I can do, but what I can't do, I'm going to let it go. And what I can do, I'm going to do it with love and joy and excitement and feeling good. I'm not going to do it like it's a task, like it's a chore. Because when you're taking that energy to the thing, it becomes more difficult. So we just want to move a bit lighter. We want to move a bit brighter. We want to have a little bit more fun. And we just want to enjoy the process, like real talk, because the process is hard. The process is uncomfortable. The process isn't easy. But the more that you can find joy in each moment, in each step, in each breath, in each decision, in each affirmation, right, the easier the journey becomes. Miss Bev. Grand rising, please. Grand rising, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Um, how are you doing? I'm great, thank you. I'm pumped. Um, so what I wanted to speak about was, you know, you speaking about allowing and allowing, accepting, or, you know, how we are choosing. Those of you that know me, I've spent the last four or five weeks convalescing after an operation, um, which in itself was, you know, it had its challenging moments mentally and physically. And in addition to that, I've had some challenges that I've had to face within my working life, which um, I'm going back to work today for the first day. And um, I know I have to face these challenges, but the beautiful thing has been that within the midst of all that's happened in the past, I would have completely derailed. I would have completely lost my shit. But the fact of the matter is, is how I've arrived at this point, especially in my working life, is no mistake. I know how I got here. Um, it's not, it wasn't a conscious decision to get to this point, but I can see the, um, you know, the trail. I can see, you know, what brought me to this point. But the beautiful thing was that with prayer, just with allowing and accepting things as they are, I've been able to find so much peace. And my perspective now has been, it's not like, if not this, what? It's like, if this, then what's next? Because I know that if Love I'm down that. here, if I'm down here in this valley, if I'm in the trenches now, the only way is up. So there's something amazing coming. And I am just like, okay, got to go to work today. What is it I need to do? What, what do I need to do to get to the next point? That's all I'm interested in at this point. And I'm eager to begin and I just feel amazing. I just can't believe I'm going to face what I feel, what I'm going to face. And I feel amazing about it. It's just like, I love that and so both of you have actually been you and Daniela who are on the stage at the minute you guys have been in my room for the last oh my we're actually stepping into about six months of staying connected training you guys did the four-month level up 
Um, if you could offer anybody who's listening in this room some principles and practices, anything that you just like briefly, not in too much detail, just things that you've put in, little things that have made big changes to your life. Because sometimes I think that people don't want to change because they think it's a big step. It looks like a big step once you've changed, but every day it's little things. So what are the little things that you would say have fundamentally helped you guys shift your thinking or where you're at? Because both of you have had incredible um, turnarounds and let's not act like they've been pretty because they haven't. Um, mm -hmm. But if you could just give that to any, because obviously like right now as well, you're going through a trial, but you're going through a trial because you recognise that you can only control what you can control and the rest of it you can't. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, you know, I, as you know, I'm a, well, no, no, I'm not claiming that. I was a person that used to live in my head. Um, <clears throat> but now I've chosen, I choose, and that's another thing, we have a choice about how we feel. And, you know, being really mindful of what you think and what you speak, the power of the tongue, it manifests into your reality. And, you know, everything we speak, as, as our wonderful coach has taught us, has become an affirmation. So, you know, it's just as easy to say, oh, my gosh, this is a horrible day. It's just as easy to say, actually, this is an amazing day. It's just as easy to choose to reach for the highest emotion that you possibly can. And journaling has been amazing for me. Journaling, sometimes as I'm writing it out, it just can't, you know, I'm able to make sense of my emotions. I'm able to put them down. And prayer, prayer has been the cornerstone, the absolute bedrock of my whole life. And I couldn't imagine a day without prayer. I love and then, that. You know, and one I thing I want to ask you, sorry, about prayer, because I know that sometimes prayer scares people. So people want to pray. They don't know how to pray. They don't think they can pray. They think our oh, prayers for religious people and I'm not a religious person. Do you, is that your belief? No, prayer is just like talking to your best friend. Prayer is literally just putting your thoughts out there and the, whether you call it universe, God, Allah, Buddha, the universe picks it up. Love that. And it's just, that, just, just um, moving at that vibration. I so love that. Put it out in prayer, 100%. Thank you so much, Miss Bev. Miss Daniela? Daniela, are you there? Oh, I think she's unmuted by accident. Well, just mute her for a sec. Miss Cece, welcome to the audience. To girl, I was just about to change it. <laughs> How are you? I'm, I'm great, thank you. I'm very, very good. I just wanted to jump in on that point that... um. Bev made, which was an amazing um, point. Prayer is like talking to your best friend. Um, and I think sometimes people miss the point that we're praying with everything we say. Everything Come on, talk about it. Every single time that we're having a conversation, we are praying because ultimately we're putting out our requests. So if you think that you're talking every single day and it's a prayer anyway, why are we not praying intentionally? I love that. One thing that I, when I told you guys I took my stop and I took a shift, here's a major thing that I wrote down and it was actually my principle number one, prioritise praying, as in pray on purpose. And the reason that I wrote that down was because I recognize I'm always praying. You know, I saw this meme and it cracks me up and it says, why do Caribbean people sit there and go, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. And it reminds me of my grandparents. I used to see them doing that every minute. They're cooking. Thank you, Jesus. They get a call. Thank you, Jesus. And I used to find it funny. I don't think y'all understand. I find it funny. But I recognize now that I'm going through my day and I'm just like, thank you, God. I'm walking and I'm like, I'm so grateful for this. I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for this. I'm naturally just having more positive conversations. So I'm just doing it all day, every day. But I'm like, no, I need to prioritize prayer as in intentionally pray. So there's certain times that I pray at on purpose. There's certain times where I, an alarm might go off on my phone 
or I just have a set time and it's like, okay, prayer time. And that means that I am an intentionally speaking things over my life. I'm intentionally calling things in. I'm intentionally building a relationship with myself and the creator and my highest self, the part of me that knows me before I knew myself, that part. Um, Miss Tina, welcome to the stage. Grand rising mother, how are you? I don't even know how you got up here because I didn't put you there. that's an important point the fact that we do have the power to lean on something that has the power way more powerful than us to pull us through things and again it's that part of letting go and allowing and I believe Bev was going to touch on a last point of just trusting um and trusting that things work out for you and sometimes we just don't have that belief we just don't have that faith we have a different story of everything is going against us. Everything is going against me. But when we really start to believe everything is working out for me, everything is turning around for me. Everything is coming my way. And, you know, even the music you listen to is packed with affirmations. And so certain times we're listening to music that's just adding to our density. When you start to listen to music that lifts up your vibration, when you start to listen to music that talks into who you are. Last year, when we were doing Mindset, we were listening to two songs very heavily. One was to do with like letting go and surrendering. Everything else was to do with it turning around for us, turning around for us. They were like our anthems. So there's no mistake as to why certain things have happened in the way that they happen. But we have to be more conscious of the things that we're surrounded by, the things that we're listening to, the environments we're putting ourselves in, because all of this stuff counts. Anyone else got any simple principles they want to share? No, I'm sorry, I'm just saying that another principle that comes up is, you know, having a relationship with courage. So recently, there's been some stuff going down around me, and I don't like it one bit. <laughs> I don't like it one bit. And I'm just kind of like, because I'm a person sometimes that I just say as I see it, and sometimes that really doesn't really sit well with other people. So I'm a little bit more conscious and striving to understand this be unapologetic about who I am because when I am me sometimes it still has to sit with somebody else and my intention isn't to just keep lashing or you know but there's a great standard that I'm setting for myself and sometimes when I'm in a situation that falls below that you know or first of all I'm like okay why am I here why am I experiencing this but then it's like wanting to get that courage to just kind of say wow this you know let's have a talk about this you know, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of going through that at the moment, like, 
I, I, I feel like something needs to be said. Why am I not saying it? Maybe I can get some great advice from the cup of tea. Um, that's not my portion. <laughs> I um, oh, when I say this, this is another thing. Like sometimes, like Mum says, we're on these platforms, so we really are held accountable because oh, we should know it all, or we should have all the answers, or we should live a certain standard because we're putting ourselves out there. I just want to make it public knowledge that I'm very human, like everybody else. But guess what, guys? You see the standards that I'm willing to set for myself, I am not willing to compromise on some of them. And me not saying how I feel, me not speaking my truth, mm -mm, that is not something that I can advise anybody on because guess what? I'm going to say what I feel even if it hurts somebody. I'm going to say what I feel even if everybody wants me to shut my mouth. And I'm in a situation right now, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm on countdown. I'm on countdown until my mouth goes off. And I'm doing it out of respect for other people right now, but my mouth is gonna go off. And it's gonna go off because I feel something. And I'll tell you guys why this is important. It's really funny how everything comes full circle. Yesterday, we were talking about like health and decisions and certain things and then how those decisions show up in our body as in diseases and, and physical matter. And I went on Facebook because I love how these phones must be listening. And the first post I saw, I'm gonna just read it to you guys because I munched it. See, God always lets me use everything. I'm just gonna read it to you guys here. It says, today I felt the need to share just a bit about how you can create your illness. I know that not many believe that we create it, but I will share my story. Maybe it will help somebody understand how it works. I was in a toxic relationship for 15 years and I finally left. And once I finally decided it was enough is where it all started. I went to court to have him sent to jail and the judge gave him a year of rehab. I was supporting my two children alone and he did not pay any child support for that whole time, even though he had money coming in. When he got out, he bought himself a house with his new girlfriend as I struggled to survive. He was living the life as we struggled to survive. Years of negativity and anger grew a massive tumor in my back because that is where my stress went. I had to have major surgery to remove it. I say all of this to say, that if you have anger towards someone or something, do your best to let it go because you were causing yourself pain and you will eventually create an illness. I didn't believe it until it was too late. It's all about forgiveness and not forgiving them and forgiving yourself and your decisions. Realizing that it's your path and you now have to choose a different path, a path of self-love and fulfillment. And once I made that shift, I changed my life. I hope that somebody gets value from this. And I read that and I was like, yes, see? So you're, whatever you need to express, it might not be pain, it might not be anger, it might not be resentment, but I'm telling you guys, energy does not die. It doesn't die, it only transforms. So if we've got something that we need to say, say it. I teach all of my clients, if you're not, if you don't have the courage to have a face-to-face -face conversation yet, write it out on a piece of paper and let it go. But you've got to express it. You've got to get it out. Sometimes the way that I express things is I just go and dance. I go and sing. I go and release. I cry. But I get those emotions out. It's way more powerful if you're able to go face-to-face. Because if your intention is just to express that you're going through something and you want the other person or the other persons to know this is how it's making you feel, that's actually coming from a place of love. That's actually coming from a, a place of value. That's actually coming from, I appreciate you. So I want you to know that I appreciate you, but I don't appreciate this. That's a powerful move to make. That's like checkmate. That's when you're playing chess. And a lot of us don't know how to play chess because we don't know how to be in control of strategy and moving the players on our deck. Again, we think that something, it goes back to what I was saying in the beginning, that we have this woo-ha idea that someone or something is going to come and fix stuff for us. And I'm like, play chess.
Does that... So are you telling me to are you telling me to big up my chest, my big chest that I have in front of me and just be a big girl, pull up my big girl pants and just say what I have to say. Period. Yeah, that's the consequence. You have to, because at the end of the day, we only regret the things we didn't do. We don't regret what we did and failed or what we did and went wrong or what we did and didn't work out because when you're really growing, that actually just becomes a lesson. It becomes growth. But when you didn't do something because you held on to it or you played too small or you didn't think you was good enough or you worried too much about what other people think, yo, that type of regret, that manifests into sicknesses, that manifests into illnesses, that manifests into things that we just didn't handle. And that's when I say, drink your water and mind your business, but handle your business, manage your business. The business of you, and that's a whole empire. And there's loads of departments that we've got to handle, but we've got to handle those departments. So sometimes, like you may have heard in the parenting class, those that joined, and Tanya knowing me from day one, you know, sometimes I come out of things in rage, and I guess I'm... I'm looking at, okay, how do I not make it rage and just allow it to be, it doesn't always have to be rage, I guess that's what I'm looking at, it doesn't, because even when I don't intend for it to be rage, sometimes I just go to a very, you know, angry place. But this is, this needs training. And that's it. We've learned to express ourselves in ways because that the, the, you see, like when we just get angry and we get raged, one is because we haven't processed it when it was smaller when it was the little things that we probably should have expressed and released and said we didn't. So it's a build-up. So now it's becoming rage. That's one way that it turns out into rage and anger. Another reason why a lot of us go to rage and anger, and for other people, it's super emotional, crying, shut down, can't speak, all of this stuff, is because it's childlike behaviour. Let's just call it what it is. And sometimes, sometimes what I experience is placid aggressiveness so it just seems like they've said hey how are you and then afterwards there's just something in there that's just ugh. you know so yeah, it's interesting. but again you've got to check you because when we're talking about other people and how things come to us it's less about that and them and it's more about us and so if you're in a situation I've been in situations, right, relationships where mm, something has been off in that relationship. I know something has been off. I've ignored it because I'm like, see the value in the person, see the best thing in the person, see the greatness in the person. Woo, 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 ha, yay. Be a good person, see good in all people. But there is clearly something in our energies that do not get along. And then months down the line, years down the line, everything they're saying, when they're saying hi, it sounds like you bit. When they're saying you're doing great, it sounds like you're full of shit. Everything sounds the complete opposite. And although I'm checking it, like, what is that in them? The major thing is, you know what? I knew three years ago that relationship wasn't for me. And I ignored my whole self. They're the points that we want to do. Sometimes we stay places in the hope of potential, in the hope of I'm being a better person, so I want to see the best in other people. And we're ignoring our intuition. We're ignoring all of the signs that are saying this isn't for us. We do it with jobs. We do it with relationships. We do it <coughs> with everything. And so we got to G-check ourselves. I always say G-check yourself and get around people that can G-check you. And those G-checks ain't comfortable, but it's when people are going to call you out and just say, yeah, ah, smell bullshit, you're talking shit. And that's hard sometimes. And um, I know it's hard because I'm that person for a lot of people, but guess what? I'm straight that person for me. I get into some situation and I will easily talk myself into it. And I'm like, yeah, 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 this feels good. And I'm like, you're a liar. It's shit. So get out, express, let things go, let things be, and just be your truth. And that's another thing we're, we're, we're punchy about. I'm living unapologetically or we're punchy about I'm living my truth. And it's like every opportunity you get to be your truth, you're shrinking. Are you really living your truth? Every opportunity that you get to be unapologetic, Mm, you're questioning, can I be unapologetic? And this is where I'm always calling people out and saying we're liars. 
we're good. It goes back to what I started and saying in the beginning, we can recite faith without work is dead. But when it comes to doing the work and sometimes the work is having that uncomfortable conversation, we're not doing it. We can recite, this is going to be my most successful year yet. But every single day you're waking up and complaining about everything that's not working. We're liars. And then when we end up dating a man that's a cheat, we want to blame him. Babes, you've been lying to yourself. So this is how real it gets sometimes. I was trying to change the tone of the room today. I didn't want to come in here all punchy, cup of tea, coach tea. Wanted to come in here like, hey, how y'all doing? Y'all having a good day? <laughs> but anyways. I'm fine, Tanya. That is what happens. Like People aren't having a good day and it's still to give the balance of how to deal with that. So it's great that we can get the coaching, we can get the help, we can get the support from a sisterhood that can allow us to see, you know, the stuff that we can't see, like our rear view mirror or our side mirrors, that kind of thing. But it's also good, yeah life is what it is and, and here's some advice here's some ways that you might be able to you know walk through them get through them so thank you and the thing is i think as well there's an illusion and i said it and that's why i will keep saying it i've been saying it for years and i will always say it you do not wake up every day feeling good you don't you don't wake up every day and have a good day and if you had a bad day yesterday, the crazy thing which us human beings do is we wake up again in a bad day because we had a bad day yesterday. And I'm like, yesterday was yesterday. Where are you at today? Let's go. Let's put some energy in, all energy in. So there's a part of me where I, I, I don't understand certain things, so I can't talk about it. And the reason why I can't talk about it is because I, I don't... I myself do not wake up every day and feel good. I do not wake up every day and have a good day. But guess what? I am not echoing it. I'm not going into every conversation when people say to me, "We have, how's your day? I'm like, oh, it's shit. I might say that one time and then I'll probably hear something in that conversation that, and it could be something little. It could be like, why don't you just listen to your favorite song? It could be, why don't you take a walk? It could be, have you prayed? And guess what? I might try those things and they still might not work. But after I've said that out loud once, because I understand the power of my tongue, because I understand the power of speaking things in, I'm done with it. That's it, it's done. Sometimes when people have a bad day, and I've, oh, I've been asked this so many times on, on Clubhouse, and so many times in coaching, people want me to talk into their bad day. People want me to speak into their depression. People want me to speak into their anxiety. People want me to speak into their emotions of not feeling good. And I'm just gonna say it publicly, I'm not the girl. This is not the room. I'm not the coach. Because when I'm down in those places and I'm low, I've only got one thing. And that one thing is my faith. And that one thing is my burning desire that this too shall pass. This is a part of the journey. And I'm open to it. I'm embracing it on those days. I might sleep in. I might watch movies that make me laugh. I might just cry all day. But I might sleep all day. But I just know, as a matter of fact, for me personally, I don't even hold myself accountable to allowing it to be a day. I have moments that don't feel good. I might have hours that don't feel good, but there was a time in my life where those days became seasons and those seasons became years of not feeling good because I was making a decision that I was having a bad day. And that decision went from one bad day to another bad day to another bad day. And I'm telling y'all, you don't have that kind of time. So please don't do it to yourselves. Have bad moments if you wanna call it that. And I personally wouldn't even call it a bad moment. Change your language. I'm having a growing moment. I'm having a challenging moment. I'm having a testing moment, but I'm going to conquer and win this like I've won every other battle. I'm gonna grow through this like I've grown through every other trial. I'm gonna learn something in this like I've learned in every other obstacle. This is the language that we need to change. 
And I'm telling you, it's not always easy. But guess what? Feeling bad isn't easy either. So like I always say, pick your hard. And I'd rather pick the hard of falling down a million times and getting my ass back up. And falling times a million times to the point where when I felt like I tweeted something the other week, rock bottom, and somebody called me and they said, oh, are you at rock bottom? I said, yes. And they were like, why are you there? Get up. And I said, I'm cool to be here. And they said, well, what do you mean? I said, because when nothing teaches me like rock bottom, mountain tops don't teach you like rock bottom. So I know that whatever it is that's got me here, whatever it is that's got me feeling like this, I'm grateful for it. Because when I get up, I'm going to move. Different language. You couldn't have told me that five years ago, 10 years ago, I wouldn't have had that same language. I wouldn't have had that same momentum. I wouldn't have been reciting those same affirmations. So again, when you wake up and you ask yourself one quality question, how am I being my best self today? I don't know guys, but I'm just saying, when you ask yourself, how am I being my best self today? Are you willing to answer by not having a good day? Are you willing? Because I don't think we are. And so if that answer doesn't fit that question, guess what? You're going to stop coming up with the questions of I'm having a bad day. You might wake up and you might say, I don't feel good right now. But you might also add on the end, but this too shall pass. Or I'm happy to be here because I know there's something I've got to learn here. I know there's something I'm going to get from here. I know there's something I'm going to grow through here. But it takes a champion spirit to be a champion for yourself. And that's just who we got to be sometimes. A champion for ourselves in every single season of our life. Good, bad, up, down, ugly, black, white, in between. Be a champion for yourself. Be a champion spirit. This world can take everything from us. They could take everything that we're living in, the clothes off of our back, the world, everything. They can even manipulate our thinking. But what they can't touch is your spirit. So believe in your spirit, build up your spirit, have a warrior spirit, have a champion spirit. Because it don't matter what I'm going to face today. I know that as long as my spirit is fired up, I'm good. And when you start to develop these kind of mantras for your life, when you start to have these kind of thought processes in your life, your life gets real fun. Because you start looking at things and laughing. Those conversations that are coming with that energy, you'll laugh at it. Because it's so what? That's them. Cool. I don't know what's happened in your life. I don't know what's made you so bitter. I don't know what's made you so angry. I don't know why you cannot want people to do good or feel good or you get excited at knocking people down because there are people out there that just do. But you know what? Because you love you, because you know your spirit is worth protecting, because you know that your space is worth, you is valuable. You lock those people off and out real quick because you are valuable, your spirit is valuable. That's unapologetic, that's courageous. And those things ain't comfortable because sometimes it looks like our children, it looks like our parents, it looks like our brother, our uncle, our aunt, our sister, and to your family sometimes, you are the worst person because you make those decisions. But the unapologetic me that I am, I don't care. And people don't like that I don't care, but guess what? I don't care because I care enough about me and what I want to wake up and bring to the world every day that I cannot afford to be coming to the world from bitterness. I cannot afford to be coming from the world from feeling shit. And I show up whether I feel good or not because that is what I've chose to do. That's how I've chose to better myself. That's how I've chose to grow. So everybody's got to decide what they're willing to do for them. And then when you decide what you're willing to do for you, understand the impact that has on everybody and everything around you. If everything I touch turns to gold, I've got to start turning things into gold. 
So even pain, I'm turning into gold. Struggle, I'm turning into gold. Doubt, I'm turning into gold. I'm turning it all into gold because I am the greatest alchemist of all time, period. I would rather wear things and say things that allow me to rise up than say things and wear things that are keeping me down. Y'all have just got to decide. And it leaves me with my final four points because I come up in here and I start, some spirit gets up in my skin. Oh, breathe. And that's one thing. I was going to come on here today and be like, let's just take four deep breaths. Breathe in and breathe out. <laughs> breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. And real talk, sometimes that's what you gotta do. In the moment of madness, in the moment of struggle, in the moment of pain or questioning things, take some deep breaths and let it shift your perspective. Because we've been going through some struggle, sometimes every conversation adds to that, every interaction adds to that, every experience is a reflection of that. Just like when you're feeling good, every interaction adds to that, every experience is a reflection of it. So when you know these things, you be more intentional about where you're placing yourself. And you continue to just come from a place of love and centering yourself and centering yourself. You just got to take some deep breaths. But I wanted to leave you with these four points that I wrote down about success. Point number one. Love you, babes. Have a great day. Success is not a secret. It's a system. I heard that and I loved it. It's something that has stuck with me because again, we think there's a secret to success. We think there's some magic formula that we don't know. And it's just about a consistent system, putting things in place that you stick to every day, that you keep doing, that you keep rejigging, that you keep thinking about, but it's a system. Point number two, never open a business, a relationship or a new venture unless it's with a smile. And I love that because it just reminds me about the energy that we take to things. If we're not doing it with a smile, why are we doing it? Point number three, words of affirmation over your life break down the walls of Jericho. What does that mean? It means that anything that's coming against you, any trials, any tribulations, any current struggles, if you're willing to speak life over them, if you're willing to speak life into them, if you're willing to see the things that you can't see, but visualize it anyways, work towards it anyways, it will break down all the walls of doubt. It will break down anything that's stopping you. It will break down anything that's been built to tear you or take you away from your path. So this is why we've got to be good at speaking things into existence. And point number four, a successful man never gives up. So whether you're having a bad day, a bad week, a good week, a great week, an okay week, an all right day, I just want to remind you that you already are successful because you woke up today. And so don't give up on what it is that you've been called to do. Don't give up on the things that you've been putting energy into. Don't give up on thinking that something is gonna work out for you. This is your day, seize it. Hold it by the wings and fly, literally. I pray y'all have an amazing, incredible day. And I pray that you keep allowing yourself to step more and more and more into who you really are. Don't let your current circumstances confuse you. Don't let your current circumstances, circumstances dictate your next move. Don't let your current struggles or trials or battles feel like they're gonna last forever. There's a reason you're facing them. Keep asking for what's the reason? What do I have to learn? What do I need to let go of? What needs to heal? What do I need to say? What do I need to release? And be willing to do it when you find the answer and just stay in your magic, stay in your bloom and continue to show out. Because honestly, we're all great. We've just got to believe that we are. Any last thoughts from anybody on the stage? 
No, no, no. Okay. Thank y'all so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for the advice. Thank you for all you do. You continue being great. I will. And you continue being great. And honestly, thank you for all that you do. Honestly, you know, life has a funny way of, of sometimes showing us blurry mirrors. When I say blurry mirrors, I am convinced, I'm telling y'all, convinced that the mirror in my house lies to me. I look a lot slimmer in that mirror than I do when I go to the mirror in the store. <laughs> and it's the same way that life lies to us sometimes. And when I say it lies to us, it, we, we, we have everything around us solidifies our beliefs that things are crumbling or things are not working out or I haven't done a good enough job or I must have messed up somewhere. And I'm telling y'all, you were doing the best with what you have, the best with what you can. And sometimes that best looks great. And other times that best looks good. And sometimes that best looks okay. But let me tell y'all, you are doing your best. Give yourself some credit, please. Celebrate yourselves, please. Enjoy today, please. Enjoy yourself and every part of you that you're made of, the good, the bad, the ugly, enjoy it. Every essence of it. And start to see the beauty in it. Because you see those scars, they can become beauty marks. You've just got to be willing to see that they're beautiful. So I pray y'all have a beautiful day. Talia, I think sometimes when you speak about plants, you've been doing it a lot. I had a little aloe vera plant, a tiny little thing, and I put it in the pot. And now it's a massive, it's got like loads of little aloe vera plants springing off of it. And it's got the big one and it's got loads of little ones. And I spent the day with my youngest grandson yesterday. So I so reminded myself of that little aloe vera pot because there was the big aloe myself. And there was a little aloe vera, and he has a completely different intention than I do. But it's all great. So sometimes, you know, we got to outgrow those pots and get planted into other pots or into other environments, and it's all good. Amen. And that's it. We are, and, and for some of you, probably like I am, and that's what I noticed last week, I've reached a certain place in certain territories and environments in my life. And the truth of the matter is, I've outgrown them. And the fact that I've got to make a new decision to step into a new place, I don't like it. So I wanted to quit. <laughs> that was going to be the easiest thing for me to do. And the very same day that I woke up and decided I was quitting a lot of things, randomly, I just started to get different messages, different people reaching out to me. And I was like, oh, shit, I can't quit. And when I heard the things that they were saying, I was like, just get out of your own way. Like, seriously, get out of your own way. And don't think that this is hard. So you want to quit. Recognize this is hard because you can't breathe in the space that you're in. So you just need to step into a new space, replant yourself and breathe. And that's maybe what some of you guys are going through. It looks like a bad day. It looks like a bad circumstance. It looks like an uncomfortable situation because actually you're growing. You've outgrown some things and you just need to take account, make the decision and move on. Take action. Important. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here and contributing. Miss Tina, Miss Bev, Miss Daniela, Miss Kirsty, Cece, Sabrina, Dawn, Irie, Anita, Dixie. Thank you all for starting your morning with me. I pray that something has encouraged you and empowered you. And I just seriously pray that you go through this day being kind to yourself, um, taking account for where you're at and just doing the right thing, the next best thing, just the next best thing. Even if that's a small move, do it do it. Time waits for no one, but time is in abundance. So embrace it, enjoy it and just do your best. I love y'all for real, for real. Have an awesome, incredible day. It's your girl, Tutu, and I'm out. <laughs>